Living with ceaseless, unhalting diarrhea is a struggle. The flare-ups, the discomfort, the ceaseless, unhalting diarrhea. Now it's time to fight back against your CUD with Zeprexis. Zeprexis is the only twice-daily pill that can relieve your ceaseless, unhalting diarrhea. Zeprexis works by directly targeting leakage so you can get back to enjoying your life. Be there for your kids. Never miss another cookout. And feel more confident on the first date. Zeprexis also works as an antihistamine and erectile dysfunction treatment. Call your doctor and ask about that under-the-counter diarrhea medicine and they'll know what you're talking about. Zeprexis. Contains some kind of monster. The second one. Prepare to enter. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Good, good, good news, everyone. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. My name's Willie. My name's Daniel. And welcome back to The World of Tomorrow, a Futurama-centric podcast. Um, wow, sorry guys, so, I think my uh, our little soundboard is getting some internet issues and it's like... Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, welcome back guys. Petey and I have had a couple wild weeks and uh, in the real world, yeah. for us, we haven't recorded in like two weeks and honestly I was going through withdrawals. It has been a week and a half, young man. It was two <laughs> full weeks. Two uniques. Uh, was it? It was, it was two weeks. Because we didn't record. The last one. We recorded on a Friday. Two. So it's 13 days ago. Squeeze me. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Squeeze right. okay. me. Okay. New rule. New rule. Okay. <laughs> My impression of Kyle Dunnigan's impression of, of Bill, Bill Maher. Maher. Um, <laughs> no, but welcome back, everybody. We are so pleased to be back, and uh, we are today. We're going to cover season two, episode eight, Xmas story. Xmas story. And please don't say it in the archaic way, and that's an inside joke. For episode. <laughs> this episode, let me just tell you, folks. <laughs> I actually, I think we're reverse. We're we're uh, we watched two for this record session, and I think that yes, this one is the better of the two. Personally, really, I it's not as okay. And to be clear, it's not as good as the last episode, Ahead in the Polls, which we both loved. Petey probably gave one of your all time highest scores so far on that, a four point two five. So I'm kind of shocked that one had precedence and politics, and if. That makes you cream your jeans. And history. And yeah, history. Exactly. I am nothing better than getting wetter for politics, let me tell you. That Daniel has said that he every day he calls me in the morning, right when he wakes up, he says that. He says <laughs> it's nothing better. Nothing than better getting than getting wetter, wetter with politics. <laughs> I was really racking my brain because I sent you something about pork on Instagram and it was like it was what like I a whole think? roasted pig, I think. But what was the caption? Oh, I, I'd never been wetter. <laughs> oh, yeah, never been wetter. <laughs> it looked so fucking good. It did. It did. It also made it's my sort of like a whole roast pig. 
Yeah, but it was like filled with the rest of the other pig. Oh, it looked so good. I could absolutely crush a whole roast pig. And you know what? Uh, I'll save, I'll save that for our our. Uh, well, I guess we want to get into it. Our good news, everyone. <laughs> yes. So my good news, everyone, is the did Jesus die? Jesus died. Good. That's Friday, good news tomorrow. for you. Yeah. That's as a blasphemer news. for as, <laughs> as someone who's not a fan of Leviticus for a few different reasons. <laughs> we're telling you. Uh, Try texting no. me back, Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. Now that we're in middle school and you go by Levi, you think Levi. you're way too cool. <laughs> Wait, is that where the name Levi comes from? I've never oh my connected God, I those really dots. Hope not. It, is it? Well, because Levi is a it's biblical be. name, right? I guess it is. Levi, Leviticus. Isn't Caleb's brother Levi, his older brother, Yeah, right? that's the only Levi I know about, other than the one who makes some good old uh, blue jeans. Me. And, excuse me, the, uh, you are a big-time lion right now because you and I were literally partners on the Levi Coffin field trip to the Underground Railroad. Dude, you, I was thinking about that when, last week, or last <laughs> record, we were talking about something. What was it? And I, fucking 2001. Oh, you were, something about... Last okay, it was either when we hung out last or our last record. There was something you were talking about being back in Indiana and like a museum or something, and I was like thinking about the Levi Coffin House because so for people who don't know, Levi Coffin is like a one of Indiana's maybe Indiana's only uh, notable abolitionist. Um, <laughs> I think there were a lot of abolitionists in Indiana, at least like was, that are historically definitely... known at a kind of bigger level. Yes. But anyway, he's well, yeah, he's, so, he's yeah. definitely a cherished Indiana historical figure. And the Levi Coffin House is like a it's, it's like a museum now that you can go visit and get a tour and see kind of like right. oh this is like where some of the enslaved people who were escaping uh, hid, you know, or the I guess mm-hmm. newly freed people. Um, on their way to Canada. Here, here's basically. what life was like yeah. for them. Here's what life was like as a Quaker in the 1800s. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he was part of the Underground Railroad. He communicated with um, Harriet Tubman and blah, 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 blah. Also aliens. Um, he did have a direct connection to <laughs> If you didn't know this, life. Levi Coffin built the pyramids. <laughs> and that includes the ninth largest pyramid in the in the world, which is the, the Bass, Bass Pro Shop. Shop in Memphis, Tennessee. If you, so here's uh, another thing about Levi Coffin that most people do not know is that um, not only did he design the pyramids and he was sort of the one who you drew up those blueprints with the help of, of, of some aliens, but those maps were actually, those blueprints are actually found in the Levi Coffin house. <laughs> so that's how verifiable proof. Estate. Um, but no, good point. Accurate. Technically, I don't know him personally, but I do know of him as a Levi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. Um, so your good news <laughs> was about Jesus dying. Still counts. My good news was about, uh, yes, Leviticus, Levi, a little lot. Uh, Sunday is Easter, and you know what that means. Ham, Not only ham, is it Easter, Pete and I, I am so Pete excited are doing Easter a fist ham. bump, <laughs> like Arsenio Hall <laughs> show. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, I am wetter uh, than a, a sweater. Eddie Vedder. <laughs> yeah, oh, the wow, sweater I, that SpongeBob cries for Squidward. Yes, exactly. That, uh, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking of. <laughs> yes. What about this one, Great Squidward? Minds. It's made of my like, tears. Tears. <laughs> What's it made of? Eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, I'm going to get a big, 
fat old ham and have ham sandwiches for lunch and giant ham dinners for the rest of the week. Then I probably won't have, it's like, I'm like a bear. Like, you know, I have to go through ham hibernation. It's like a holiday thing unless it's shaved ham on a sandwich, which is absolutely fair. But you have to get a big spiral ham. There are multiple classifications of ham for those of you who are wondering. There is ham product, which is like spam. There's ham with water added, which is like injected ham. So that's when you like get it and it's gross and spongy. And then there is, uh, oh fuck, what's the nicest one? Iberico. I think it's USDA. USDA, well, yeah, Iberico. These are just like the big ham hawks you get. It's like USDA, like prime or choice ham. So never get the water added and never get ham products because those are shit. Well, spam is good, but Only it's just get- not really ham. It's its own thing. Yes, correct. If you're making spam masubi, absolutely. But or other spam than that, and ham with water added. Spam and oh, spam and eggs. Sounds I think one of the greatest travesties so of my childhood was growing up, hearing my mom talk about how spam is gross. Um, so my dad never Same. really bought it, and then one time he made it. He bought it. He just had a can, and he was like, "I'm going to make like a fried spam sandwich or something," and he made it. And I was like, "This tastes like." like ham or bacon or whatever. And oh, I was like so no. shocked by that because I thought it was just like disgusting. Oh, but it's like, no, no. Get a browning on there. Oh, my yard effect. And you are golden brown. Oh, enchanté. You froze there and I yelled, oh, no, twice. So I hope that audio doesn't. <laughs> I did not hear you and I did see you freeze. So I decided to just keep on talking until it was resolved and it seemed to work. Perfect. So <laughs> okay, I'll good. look out for those we'll oh, no's uh, when I edit the episode because <laughs> – Anyway, um, my good news is um, your boy is going to be starting a new job soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm, I am so proud I'm of my boy. Very excited, and I couldn't have done it um, without my lovely partner, uh, my girlfriend, who is basically my career oh, coach. on me. Well, I was getting to you. <laughs> Stay humble, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to keep doing the, the build up like someone I couldn't live without. Oh, no, no, so no, no. I was just trying to give a, switch it over to, to give a real shout out to my girlfriend who uh, is, <laughs> Sorry. is uh, very supportive of me. And I'm just like a little sensitive boy and she helps me uh, be confident. So, but I also PD because I think PD is my other career guy, my other career coach. Um, I don't, we don't talk as often about it, obviously, because I don't live in the same house, but um, True. yeah. You probably overall, and no offense, mom, are more helpful about getting jobs than my mom, who always tells me to <laughs> do the things that worked in 1980, but don't really work anymore. You, you got to march right facts. in there. March right in there <laughs> and walk up to the basket. CEO and <laughs> <laughs> take a shit on his desk. Yeah, my mom, really, mom always tells abrasive. me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm very excited about that, and uh, you know, I'm gonna a little pay raise, okay? And guys, Uh the thing, okay, the thing I need all of our listeners to know about a pay raise is that all it does is help us get better equipment for a better podcast for you. Correct. Okay. Help us channel. We channel our extra income into our passions, which is this podcast and Futurama swag. Exactly. Well, and then, so the other thing is people think, oh, Willie, so you just got like a raise or whatever. Like you don't need financial support on Patreon. And technically I'll, I'll allow it. I'll say, okay, t- the first two <laughs> people who were going to sign up and didn't, you're not, you, you get a pass, right? Cause, because I get this raise. Were there two people who are going to sign up no, and didn't? I don't know. I'm just saying 
Uh, the, yes, for the first two. For the first two. But anybody after that, you still we still need that type of support. Um, and you know, full disclosure, we still don't have anybody signed up on the Patreon. But <laughs> our, I will say we'll this: we'll get a couple. Yeah, we'll get a couple. Our our anchor stats are looking good. So thank you for everybody for listening. We Yay. really do appreciate that. And I do want to say, you know, we are officially sellouts now. We have the opportunity to av- have ads, as we said last episode. And I've started putting those in. Um, so PD and I are kind of experimenting there, trying to see what is – uh, if we even earn anything. To be honest, I don't know really what to expect. But um, that being said, you can always get the ad-free episodes a week early on the Patreon. That's $2 a month. And you can get uh, ad-free. And um, – that's a good. That's a good that's value. A good deal. So I want you to know. Patreon.com. Two dollars a month. Patreon.com slash World of Tomorrow Pod. Um, Twenty-four dollars a year. You could either feed a starving child somewhere in Appalachia, or, or you could, or you could help us out with those two big bones, and uh, we could have better sound quality. We could have more time. We could have more content. More content is the big one. I definitely so much stuff. You guys hear all the ideas we have. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we, you know well, what we're going to do. Just let us do it. PD and I are going to try to have a tight record today. Um, yeah, we're trying to get better at timing and not like uh, gabbing on, particularly because I hate this. <laughs> Well, I think so, both of us don't really like the the the, the next two episodes we're going to record on. I mean, and that's relative, obviously. We love Futurama, so let's jump right into it. True. So, like I said, today we're covering season two, episode eight, Xmas story, and really, this is Pedia's frowning. He gave me a really big glare. Um, I'm I tried to play it on the on the TV, and we just gabbed through the entire episode. It's like almost over, so I have to do it on my phone so that I don't slow down my computer, even though I've got a shit ton of RAM. I think it's your you know the this internet bandwidth, sometimes. though. I think um, we have like we have like the ass blaster internet. Yeah, but it's probably your Wi-Fi is, I guess, my point. Because you can have all the internet in the world, but if your Wi-Fi signal weak, then you're out of luck, Buck. Thanks a lot, Obama. Uh, that's why I plug directly into the Ethernet. I oh, I did get. I don't have an Ethernet port. Um, yeah. Oh, we talked about me. Yeah, doing the that anal right Ethernet right. port is kind of painful at first, but it does get you a really <laughs> great connection. But you have to keep your mouth open. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we both just like deep throw the microphone for those of you who are not visual. Um, so this is oh, this episode God. is though I will say I do value that it is the first Santa Cla- robot Santa Claus episode. Yes, yes, and I like that they kind of turn Christmas on its head. Like, how are we going to make it a lot more? Um, uh, well, how do we turn it into something that's like? Normally, people celebrate you want to put it in a tube. Yeah, <laughs> and you want to put it in a tube. <laughs> How do you take it from something that's like celebrated and everybody? It's kind of universally loved. Like even people who aren't religious celebrate Christmas. Celebrate Christmas um, yeah. versus like I guess it's kind of like Halloween in that it's trying to instill some fear uh, because this robot, this Santa, was uh, I guess jumping ahead was sort of programmed to. Um, to determine naughty or niceness, but the the naughty the niceness threshold was set too high, and so now he goes on a rampage, <laughs> right. punishing everybody for being naughty. Because there's only one character who is nice this year, and it's fucking and Zoidberg. It's Zoidberg. <laughs> I did write that down. I was like, Zoidberg has a pure is pure of heart, which is not necessarily surprising, but I think that we don't necessarily think of him as being anywhere on the like 
you know, Zoidberg's maybe like chaotic neutral or something. Yes, which we find out next episode. He would literally murder Fry so he can bang a chick. That's so, true. Well, I don't know how I mean, nice that is. I don't, PD, I don't know if you've ever been that filled with male jelly before, but. Uh, every morning when I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> I would murder for a hot dog right now. What about uh, how about a self microwaving Bavarian cream Bavarian cream filled hot dog? Creamed. Honestly, I think I would totally try that because I bet it's like a nice bratwurst, like with hot dog with a snap, you know, to it. That that. Oh, I don't like casing. that kind. I don't like. Oh, the snap. I'm not a big fan. When of it's sometimes. crunchy like that, dude, I'm not into that. With Bavarian cream, though, are you Wait, kidding? But me? it's a hot dog. <laughs> It's a salty sweet. It's a salty sweet thing, kid. It's a profit thing, kid. <laughs> Wait, I, I, I know we're trying to speed through, but this Dark does seem like a relevant secret. And and obviously, PD and I are now using deep dark secrets as this one time in our life a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but this one is relevant, so we um, I'll start at PD, and you can finish it. All right, I'll give you the setup. Okay. So um, when – how old were we? Like maybe eight or something? Um, we were like fifth grade maybe. Yeah. Petey's grandparents um, who are just like the best people in the world. Um, Donna and Darrell took us to an Indiana – an Indianapolis Indians game. It's like a minor league baseball team. Um, and that was right. like probably one of my first like legitimate baseball games. Like anything higher Sporting than like outings. my brother's – t-ball games or whatever right so oh yeah yeah because uh, i do remember everyone started getting up at the seventh inning stretch and i was like oh it's over like i thought everyone was <laughs> are, leaving are we going and then the i was like seventh <laughs> inning stretch, stretch was just a thing you hear in a song like yes, it, i thought correct. i didn't know it was literally like oh it's time to get up and stretch but anyway <laughs> so uh pd's grandparents were nice enough to take us um and we were Basically, just minding our, our own business when um, I'll pass it over to PD now because this is, yes. in a way, your so story. So, this, this gentleman who was selling cotton candy uh, and snacks, who had, <laughs> let's just say, a look as though he had a very checkered past, perhaps with drugs and alcohol. And also well as- a very checkered mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Because of the <laughs> missing well, and the still there teeth and in every <laughs> other sort of fashion. Uh-oh. PD froze on my end. Uh, yeah, up. froze on my end, Okay, too. now we're back. As, as well as a maximum of uh, perhaps six, if he's lucky, maybe seven on a, on a good day, seven. And on a, on a good day, yeah, he gets to stick it back in his gums. And so the guy's like, I was like, oh, I might want some cotton candy. I think my parents gave me like five bucks or whatever for snacks. Um, and I was like, how much is cotton candy? And it was something exorbitant, even for like 2000. Yeah, even for like the early 2000s. Or whatever it was. Yeah, it was, it was like eight or nine dollars or something. And I was like, eight bucks? It was not that much cotton candy. No, it was a very small amount. And he was, he like, rolled his eyes and looked at me and he was like it's a profit thing kid in the most like <laughs> condescending like i know business i went to wharton i went to kelly i know yeah. what i'm talking about and so he like kept walking by his turn turned to willie and i was like 
you have no teeth. <laughs> like, don't be condescending to me. You don't have any teeth. You are you have zero qualification to talk to me about what profit even is. Uh, so oh, good. You God. have no so, teeth. <laughs> sort of just matter of factly. <laughs> So anytime someone is like clearly out of their depth, Willie and I just look at each other and say, "Well, you." Yeah. Have no if you ever, if you ever feel like mansplained about something, then that is like yes. the type of experience that it was. Where it's sort of like, "Sir, uh, I know, I know more about this than you, and I am a ten-year-old." <laughs> <laughs> right. I am ten years old, but I'm guessing that I am still. More educated than you are. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's yeah. like when uh, his his understanding of economics is like Helga Pataki, where um, they're like supply and demand, and she's like, "Well, I demand you supply me with ice cream, <laughs> 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 otherwise I'm gonna pulverize you." She How about a knuckle sandwich? Sandwich. <laughs> okay. Uh, sorry, I, I diverted. Oh, hey, Back to the episode. Um, so this one is fun, though. Yes. I do like the the start of this one, where it's basically it's winter, and Conan. they're either on they're at like a ski resort, and yeah, Conan. Uh, they have the head of Conan O'Brien, and so it is Conan's uh, voice um, providing, yeah. it. and so he does a very Conan jokes, which is great. Um, oh, and Conan used to work for he used to write for The Simpsons, so he and Matt Groening probably had. Um, yeah, you know, that is right. I think, okay. I mean, at this point, he's already doing, like, late night or whatever. Um, he's, yeah, he's already got, like, uh, late, late night. He's, like, I think he's the NBC after uh, Leno at this point, in, like, 2000. Yeah, that's the late the late night, and then Leno had the Tonight Show. Oh, late night. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. correct, yes. Um, so, anyway, I do like when uh, Bender heckles Conan, and he's like, hey, like, uh, he says something like, at least I've got legs to Conan, and then Conan's like, "At least oh, I've yeah. got freckles." And Bender's like, "Freckles, something." Oh. Yeah, like he's like, like genuinely disappointed like, by true. not having freckles. He's like, "Bender, yeah. I didn't know that you were you felt like you needed freckles so bad." <laughs> There's always minimal weird things that humans have that Bender gets jealous of, and I feel like freckles is one of them. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's always like. Um, I don't know. I can't think of any particular instances right now. But there's always something that you're like surprised. Like that's Bender. So- he's a he's a big soft. Yeah, he has he has like weird soft spots that you wouldn't expect. Um, yeah. there is also a joke in here. So they're at the ski resort, and Ben and Fry is kind of like, "Wow, like apparently global warming didn't happen," you know, because there's like plenty yeah, of sl- snow on that, the slopes. Yeah. And then Leela's like, oh, no, global warming did happen, but then the nuclear winter counteracted it. And I do like the right. idea of – that feels like a very kind of like idiocracy, you know, the movie type of thing of like – Yes. American politicians are just like so fucking stupid that we would allow glo- – we we continue to allow global warming to get worse and worse. And then someone has the quote-unquote bright idea of like causing a to nuclear like- winter and then it just sort of like <laughs> – works itself out, you know, for maybe levels everything out uh, for maybe the like 0.1% of the world that survives the, the, the radioactive, uh, atmosphere that nuclear winter. Yeah. Well, actually that's how, that's how they want to terraform Mars. There's like a whole theory behind like like basically nuking all the, yeah, literally like nuclear weapons, like setting off, you'd have to set off. Like, I think it's like a thousand or something insane. So basically, you do it wherever there's ice, and so you basically terraform it into like putting. Oh, so you like evaporate the ice, a, and you create basically a faux atmosphere, and then after that, it takes like 
a thousand years for the, the radiation to calm down <laughs> enough where humans could do it. But <clears throat> that's like one of the theories that have been like literally put out there of like that. There's yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit, but I read that on, um, Imgur and I was like, that can't be real. It's like a literal legitimate theory that like scientists have been looking into. I do love that scientists have like, cause there's always people who kind of just do those like far off kind of like, what if we did this to kind of accomplish some, you know, thing that seems insane. Like, let me divert a, con- a, a an asteroid by sending a rocket out there that has like a neutron yeah. drive, which neutron drives aren't very like, they don't have a lot of power, but they can like run forever. So you just let the, mm-hmm. you put the rocket right next to the, going right next to the, the, the asteroid and you just have it nudge ever so slightly, very slowly over a very long period of time until you've like nudged it off course and then it doesn't hit. Right. It's like, and that, wait, what? <clears throat> and as long as that vector is far, that vector point is far enough away mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. earth, you mm-hmm. don't need to push by any means very yeah. much. Like you, if the like vector, if the vector and... lines up, then, then you're fine. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's one of the favorite things. My favorite things I learned from uh, physics was vectors and fulcrums. And that's about all I fucking know. <laughs> anyway so anyways we're at the the ski resort i also love that this is something i wanted to bring up hermes talks about the bobsled team he's like wasn't that the last team or the team who got in last and then retired to go sell alcoholic beverages to children and hermes is like or to, to alcoholic beverages and hermes is like ah yes like what a great inspiration for the children yeah <laughs> it's like his the the version of like jamaican success is like going to the olympics but then getting dead last and then retiring and selling alcohol because you're famous now, which I'm guessing, I'm guessing they sold Red Stripe. I have no basis or rum. other than it that. Could have been a Red rum, maybe. Jamaican. Oh, yeah, but, that's a good one. I mean, one. yeah, Red Stripe is the biggest. <clears throat> I mean, I feel like most famous beer Jamaican. Yeah, alcohol. it's Jamaican beer. Yeah. Um, but we also see. I, I feel like this is a pivotal point because Zoidberg, it seems like nefariously and on purpose pushes Hermes down rather than riding his ship when he turns over. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he, like, laughs when it's pushed down. But then Hermes is sort and of asking for it, which is funny. I mean, I feel like Hermes is like, can, can you give me a push? Because does he say – No, he's, he's, he says someone can – or can someone uh, – help, help, can someone help me? He doesn't, he doesn't say oh, like, explicitly okay, gotcha, a push. Gotcha. And then Zoidberg pushes him down and laughs. So it's like, did Zoidberg not know or did Zoidberg know? But – this could be the very beginning of why Zoid or why Hermes hates Zoidberg because he, he's always hated. hated yes. Zoidberg. So I thought that, I was like, oh, maybe this is. Why I like that Zoidberg little detail. Yeah, yeah, because Hermes yeah. is definitely the one who like hates Zoidberg the most, uh, and sometimes it's sort yeah. of like, oh yeah, I forgot that like Hermes like really hates him. Um, I do yeah. love in this when Bender's skiing and he like falls off like a really tall cliff, and then it just cuts to these like kids ice skating on like a frozen pond and it's playing like the Charlie Brown music. Uh, and it really, it holds the frame for like, it feels like 10 or 15 seconds. It's definitely longer than you think. Um, and then all of a sudden Bender comes like Bender's been falling the whole time and he breaks through the ice and like drowns <laughs> yeah. all of the children. But it's just sort of like, and it's like the, literally the kids from the peanuts. Yeah. The contrast of like the calm, Charlie Brown jazz piano music, and then all of a sudden, Bender's like, "Yeah," oh, and then like smashes into the ice. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and Bender's got those like annoy that annoying fucking hat with like the tentacles on it. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Joel and I used in the early to 2000s. love those hats back in the day. I hated those hats always. I mean, very quickly, I was like, I don't, I don't like, like that anymore. That's true. But you had you had a lot of good fashion statements. You had your side bag. 
instead of the backpack. I always thought that was so cool. Oh, my Echo brand um, messenger bag. Messenger bag, yes. That was very before its time. That was. I think like it was actually probably not. Forward. I think it, it was, was couture. If, if, if I had an Echo thing, it's probably my mom bought it at TJ Maxx. Uh, because she's a fat a TJ Maxx. She's a Maxinista. Yes, of course. Yeah, I think my no mom question. is one of the OG Maxinistas. Oh, 100 percent. I feel like Gretchen caught on a little bit late, but she was definitely also a Maxinista. Well, notably too, um, this episode is where we I, I always reference this episode to other people, not knowing where specifically where it came from. But this is the part where Leela so. Fry's talking about Christmas, and they're like, Christmas, why are you saying it in that archaic way? It's pronounced Xmas, you know, like Xmas, the way that we yeah. abbreviated X-M-A-S. And um, Leela's like, yeah, it's sort of like how you always say the archaic way of axe. Like, you always say ask, and I always like oh, think yeah. that this Let is such a funny little question. thing of like, in the future, pe- all people say axe, and ask is like the archaic way of saying it. <laughs> yes, but that's so true, because like, if you think about Shakespearean language, <clears throat> Like and, which I and do every day. <laughs> I'm a big fan of etymology, so I thoroughly do. But like, I'll think of a word and be like, "Where the fight?" Like I was thinking today, draconian. I was like, "Where the fuck did draconian come from?" It had to have come from a ruler or like a, a land called Draconia or something. I did not look it up, so I don't have an answer. But I did have that thought today. <laughs> this anyways, just in: I was wondering about something earlier, and I did not follow up on it. And I, I have nothing not more to share through. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. But words are created by, you know, people for whatever intended purposes, GIF, and people pronounce them wrongly, and then that becomes a standard pronunciation, GIF. Yeah, and, and clearly everybody exactly. likes GIF more than GIF, so. Right, and if you like GIF, you should not be listening to this podcast. Go get some go peanut butter. Gate. You should go kick rocks, kid. Go get some peanut butter. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. There it is. I was like, is this a jelly joke? Is there a bread and oh choosy, choosy moms, moms choose Jif. <laughs> this today's episode is that. sponsored by GIF <laughs> <Right>. Peanut Butter. <laughs> <laughs> I think they just changed Choosy Moms last year to Karen's. Karen's choose Jif. Karen's GIF. love Jif. <laughs> yes. So, anyways, we, we get to the um uh, the component or the, the component of the episode, the part of the episode where they t- they talk about Xmas and Fry is all bummed out because his fam this is his first Xmas without his family, so they go to chop down uh, a, a, a pine a traditional tree. Xmas tree. Correct, a traditional Xmas tree, which Fry thinks is a pine tree, and it ends up being a palm tree, also uh, part of the Christian mythos, Palm Sunday. Wanted to point that out that they're both holy trees. Kind of within, yeah. Is Christian Palm mythos. Sunday? What is that actually referring to? Like Jesus, the God, the Palm of God. It's when they or laid something? out. <clears throat> no, not palm. Palm. No, I know. That's what I'm asking because I'm like palm trees. It's correct me if I'm wrong, Jesus. Uh, but um, what I believe it was when Jesus rode into Bethlehem and they put palms down over the dirt so that his he like would not walk on the dirt as a, a sign of respect. Like fronds. Yes, I believe that's what I remember from Sunday school. Uh, everyone, write in. Everybody, write in. Tell us if we're the address is one two three Fake Street at aol dot com. Dot Indian Ocean. Dot 
.tv. <laughs> oh my god, are there still .tv? Yeah, that's Transylvania's um, whatever that is thing really? is called. Oh, Transylvania. Part of it. Oh wait, Lauren Zeddy entering the city on a donkey, symbolizing the arrival of peace rather than a war waging king arriving on a horse. Uh, and donkeys are his it, canonically peaceful. I believe uh, Bibli- within biblical canon, we're supposed to call them jackasses. <laughs> and um, I remember, do you, did you did your older siblings also look up the word jackass in the Bible and then point no. it to you in laugh during church? No. <laughs> That was like the only nice thing my sister did for me when I was very young was like show me the bad words in the Bible. Well, she was and probably was trying like, to get you in trouble. <laughs> could very well be, but I was like, this is such a bonding moment. She saw something Aww. that was funny and then pointed it out that's to so me. Nice. I was like, oh, that's so and nice. And we haven't spoken that since. That bitch doesn't listen to the podcast, so fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> She's done. She's dead to me. You're she had kids and now, now it's over. You're dead to me. You're, you're dead to me. So Palm Sunday is celebrated as a blessing and distribution of palm branches, representing the palm branches at which the crowd scattered in front of Christ as he rode into Jerusalem. So I'm not Bethlehem, Jerusalem. Jerusalem, and thank you for the hand. And yeah, I was just going to say, and you forgot the part where Jesus was carrying a bag full of hands, and he distributed them (laughs) to all the hungry people of Bethlehem. Bethlehem, excuse me. Oh, Bethlehem, baby. Although the Bible explicitly forbids the uh, the uh, imbibing, not imbibing. What's the other word for other, the eating of ham? Rather, we uh, or the so that was it. yeah, and that's um, what the old is that part of the Old Testament, but not yes, um, correct, not the uh, the expansion pack, the New, New Testament. Testament. <laughs> <laughs> that I believe they call it Bible Two, Bible Two Point <laughs> Now with more stories, <laughs> where Jesus go. Question mark. More rules to follow. <laughs> choose your own adventure. But don't choose the wrong one or you'll go to hell. <laughs> go straight to hell. Some of them are a test. <laughs> like the one where it's like, True. go to page two if you want to like pray to God. Go to page three if you want to see some big old jugs. <laughs> and then you go to page three and it's like, you're going to hell. Like hellfire. Yeah. No, it's, it's just the Elden Ring. You, you died. died. <laughs> oh God! So we get the palm tree. Uh, we there's this lovely joke that the professor is like, "Yeah, it's just like your sen- your uh, sensibilities of or your archaic sensibilities concerning nudity." And oh like, yeah, and then he just like takes like, his clothes oh, off. Brisk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the professor is naked like the whole episode of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, just to kind of like propel us forward. Um. Mm-hmm. I do think uh, so. They they end up going back to the to the um, Planet, Planet Express. Express. Thank you. I was going to say the lab. I'm like, I mean, it technically is kind of a lab, but They're that's usually not really how lab. we talk They're about the it. Observatory. We go back to Planet Express, and uh, basically, Leela gets very sad because she she's an orphan at this point. Um, we don't really know her history yet. Um, and yeah. so she's sort of like, I don't have anyone to celebrate Christmas with. I don't have any, excuse me, Xmas. And I don't really have any like fond memories the way everybody else does. You know, like even Fry, whose parents are dead now and family's dead because it's a thousand years later, you know, he had something to, mm-hmm. to sort of celebrate. So in an effort to, to, to cheer Leela up, Fry goes out to try to catch, uh, to try to buy her something like a gift because, you know, he's like, Oh, Leela, I want to make my friend. Feel good, and this is a very sweet Fry Leela episode. I will say, 
Yeah, I did like that aspect of it. Leela saves Fry's life again. Fry and Leela are about to like have that like will they won't they moment of kissing, and then Santa shoots a toe missile at them. That was not a good joke. I was like. They're that, under the missile toe, and he's like, how about I shoot my toe missile? And then it says T-O-W on the like, side of the... Oh, I'm wondering if toe missile is actually a it thing. It might actually like, be a maybe thing, Maybe it's like an still. actual military term, but still. It, it it does not hit for the people who don't know military terms or missile terms, which is most people, most I would people. guess. Uh, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, so so Fry ventures out. Meanwhile, Bender, uh, Bender hears that the robots are giving out free booze. Uh, oh, yeah. And he makes it seem like he's going to go work at the alcohol kitchen, like a soup kitchen, but for and alcohol. In and then instead he like goes in and gets in line and then is like taking as much free booze Drinks as he can. 10 times more yeah. than, yeah. And then steals it from the other robots. I did, I did love that. That's such a bender thing. And um, he ends up going to pretty much just cause, have wreak havoc on everyone. He goes to Hattie McDougal's house and steals yeah. all, all their shit. Wait, also, I have a note here that I should have annotated better, but it just says it's referencing that time when Fry. So before Fry goes out to buy Lula's present, he's like, "Man, I feel like a rat." Because I was a pig, oh, yeah. and now Leela is as lonely as a frog. As a frog. <laughs> and so basically, just like another <laughs> one of those times where you have this really weird mixed metaphor that doesn't quite track, but you kind of get what's going on. But I thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't like that one. I meant to write that down, but I did. Fry leaves, and they're like, "Be back before sundown." Um, and he's like, "Wait, why?" And they basically tell him the whole genesis of Robot Santa and how basically he'll kill you if you're out after dark. Um, and mm-hmm. so Fry goes to like every store in town he can find, and he ends up the last place he goes to is a pet store, and he's trying to decide between buying uh, Leela stink lizards or like a weird yeah. parrot, and he's like, um, "How much? You know, which one costs more?" And he's like, "The parrot is five hundred dollars, and the stink lizards are one dollar each." And so he's like, "Hmm, so I could get Leela a parrot or uh, five hundred stink lizards." Five hundred stink lizards. <laughs> Um, he's like, girls yeah, like, like lizards, no, right? Girls like swarms of lizards, right? Swarms of thing. Yeah. Which is also, I was like, that that line sounds familiar. It's because Bender says the same thing when he makes food for the team. And he's like, oh. you guys like swarms of things, right? Oh, yes. Good catch, <laughs> right? Fee. Good catch. <laughs> I was like, I heard, I've heard that somewhere. It took me a while. It was later on in the episode. It clicked for me. Nice. That was a good um, one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Fry ends up picking the bird. The bird gets away from him, uh, ends up flying to the top of a, a clock tower, but it's a digital clock yes, tower. Yes, I was going to say, was so the clever. clock tower gag is very funny. <clears throat> Especially yeah. because it's digital, but down. then like it's still there. Like The the lettering or numbering is it's still, still there. Physically there. So when he falls, he first catches on the top part of like, I wish, I, wish I had a whiteboard five. that the listeners could see. It goes top part of a five, and then middle part of a four, through or wait. No, it's counting four, up. Four. It's a, it's a clock. Yeah, four, five, then the six to the bottom, and then the seven all the way down. Yeah, uh, which that was like I'm definitely first time I watched it. I was not expecting that because there's the classic trope of like someone's at the top of Big Ben and now they're hanging onto the hands. Yeah. Like like in like every Sherlock Holmes movie, yeah. I feel like they always end up somehow hanging on. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Leela saves the day, obviously, uh, and they're walking out kind of, okay, we can be alone together. That's nice. We have each other. 
And you're kind of getting a sense like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe Leela's into it. Maybe she's like, okay, Fry is so nice that he came out and risked his life for me. He may be an idiot, but at least he is my idiot kind of thing. So, you know, I kind of appreciated that little like sentimental moment. And then, of course, Santa comes in and starts shooting up the place and ready to go wreak havoc. And by the way, is voiced by John Goodman. Yes. Oh, maybe that would have been a trivia question. But yes, he's voiced by John Goodman this episode. And then he's voiced by Maurice uh, John DiMaggio. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Episodes. <clears throat> yeah, this is the only one John Goodman is is uh, voicing Santa. But props to John DiMaggio for making that sound so much. It's very like seamless. Goodman, I mean, it's right? not like we see them episode next, next episodes next to each other, but it is very right. seamless. <clears throat> And they both have similar range where they both kind of have can they're large they're bigger guys who can do a, a little gravelly, gravelly yeah. Santa voice. Yeah, exactly. Santa. So I, did, I did like that. Santa. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Santa ends up chasing them around uh around town. He makes all these like awkward Christmas gags of like a ornament as a grenade. And, like I do no, I like the I like the hand grenade ornament. I like that one. Mm, yeah, I was a fan. Uh, also, I, I love that there's only two reindeer on this one, and I believe later on he's got all eight reindeer because they can't afford the animation, is my guess. Oh, because the reindeer hey, because are all the, CG. And, 3D. Yeah. Yes, exactly, versus like the 2D rest of it. So I thought that was funny that there were only two. But um, <clears throat> yeah, basically, uh, after this, they make their way back to Planet Express. Um, which obviously brings the danger directly to everyone. Yeah, they lead them back um, to the favorite, to home base. Yeah, my favorite part is, like I said earlier, when Zoidberg, <laughs> Zoidberg gets a pogo stick and he just starts jumping around while everyone else is like in mortal peril. <laughs> but then Zoidberg ends up saving the day with the pogo stick. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's this big battle. And then uh, Zoidberg sort of cuts one of the Christmas lights that's strewn up along the ceiling and it falls down and electrocutes uh, robot Santa, and then they are able to contain him in the chimney right before he de- self detonates. Um, and then he sort of has like right, a rocket, pa- uh, a team rocket style exit of like, yeah, exactly. Team Rocket's blasting off, blasting again! off again. Speaking of Team Rocket, so I saw a funny ass meme the other day that was sort of like, um, it was something about trying to categorize yourself as like a bi person. And it was like, I'm whatever team rocket bisexuality is. And it was like showed a, an image of them. Like <laughs> they both were cross-dressing in that episode. I, I do remember oh, they, they yeah. often wore like opposite sort of like gender yes. rolled clothes or whatever. So like Jesse would be wearing like a man's outfit Ash. and James would be wearing like a woman's outfit, like a dress or something. And I thought that was so yeah. funny. Cause that is sort of like, Oh yeah. They like, could have been like they're just like freaky in a certain way that it's yeah. funny to think that someone's like oh my like sexual energy is like team rocket yeah exactly i mean james was really hot and i'm pretty sure jesse was smoking they were both fit you know what i'm saying those people and they both kept it toy true exactly <clears throat> and everyone loves a good like amber hair and like mauve hair Mauve. Mauve is purple, right? Mauve, Mauve is like a murderer. Yeah, it's like uh it's like a brown purple. It's it's a brown I feel like it's the color of the box around our things when we talk, right? No, it's a little That's bit Mauve. more um 
Is that magenta? No. No, that's just like lavender-y purple. Mauve is like, like, do you have um, the media thing open? The Calculon square for me. I hardly know her. (laughs) Lavender. The Calculon square. Can you see that one or can I only see that one? You can't see the soundboard. That's right. Anyway. um, Here, check this out. Also, I was sad that there was no Hanukkah zombie or Quantabot in this one. I thought there would be, but it wasn't. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's like brown purple, right? I mean, obviously, there's different types of yeah. it, but this one is like kind of what I think of, like brown purple, like a muted. Oh, interesting. I think of that bottom right one. Yeah, that one is more lavender. Like, obviously. Like, if you poured wine and milk, that's what it looks like. It's like more purple than, or that, anyway. Yeah, we're getting Let's not let this tear our friendship time. apart. Um, Asunder or in, t- in twain. Well, yeah. So, so Zoidberg saves the day. We wrap up with the team getting together for dinner, and uh, Bender you know, cooks the they're pa- all the parrot and- that b- Fry bought for Leela, <laughs> and he gives Tinny Tim. He's like, "Thank you, good He's sir." Like, He's like, "You the got toenail. the toenail." And then, and then, of <laughs> yeah, course, Nibbler just so eats funny. the entire thing. Right, exactly. Which no one was going to eat it because it was found on the street anyway. So. Uh, we end with all the team saying goodbye, Merry Christmas, and then, the, of course, the professor gets naked and starts walking around. Classic. And a pullout. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, Petey, are we ready to do um, – are we ready to do our rank – our ratings? Yes, I am ready to rate. Okay. I am irate about So what would you this. rate this out of? Or I mean, like, what unit do you want to use? Right. Uh, I would say tow missiles. <laughs> okay. Valid, valid. <laughs> Do, do you unless you have a better no, one i'm no. very much open how many toe missiles out of five would you give it two toes i did not like it i'm not a fan of this episode. yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say re-watch. i'm gonna say two out of five as well wow i thought you were gonna give it more so you must really want to fuck up this next one well i maybe i'll give it a maybe for that reason i'll give it a two and a half i mean because okay Maybe a two and a quarter. I mean, I feel like what if I don't know. We I don't think we've even gone this low in this season, have we? Right, two we've and a quarter. I think three, so two and a quarter. Um, An average of two point one two five is right spot on. I would say. Um, yeah, it's just okay. When I, I was texting PD on my way back from, I so guys, I had to friggin' watch these episodes on my phone on the ride home from work. Mobile, um, which actually did work out as well as it could, but I was very, um, you know, I've got an on the go lifestyle. Anyway, I was texting <laughs> PD and I was saying like, I'm a busy mom. It's not that this episode. That's why I choose. And gym. I choose gift peanut butter. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> it's not that it's a bad episode. It's just not as funny. It has like really good emotional moments. I think this one and the next one have nice moments of like characters, but they're not very funny. The overall of the episode. True. And no space travel in this one. Stayed on oh, Earth. God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a tra- I'm a sucker for space travel. What can I say? Well, there's literally one so where you're your- like, there's not space travel. The one where they go to the robot planet is like, there is space travel in that one, and we still fucking... Oh, I didn't yeah, like that we- one. And that one, we still... Because it was a boring, boring butt-fucking planet. Still great, man. Um, <laughs> okay, well, so <laughs> shall we jump into trivia? Yes. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? I always ask this. Well, you I always have, I have up, one, two, three. What you 
Okay, I think I asked second last time, so I'll ask first this time. Excuse me, I don't understand your accent. Oh, it's a little archaic. Axe, I believe you're trying to understand my accent. (laughs) Axe away, my friend. Okay, I've got a couple of varying degrees of difficulty. We'll start with the easiest one. It's like it's like anal. You got to start easy and then go. I always tell people that it's like anal. (laughs) (laughs) At work, I always I always tell my patients it's like anal. (laughs) <laughs> during prayer i always mention <laughs> my parishioners i always tell my congregation it's like anal <laughs> congregation oh, okay so so in what year was robot santa built i believe he was built by the friendly robot company in 2801 yes, correct. <laughs> because i went back and looked and i was like I remember we had a back and forth of was mom alive because it was 400 years ago from season one, episode four, a bot planet. Uh, so I had to go back and look. So that's why I knew okay. that one. But yes, 2801, friendly robot company. Second question is, uh, what's the name of the pet store that Fry goes to? Oh, it's – I fuck, I almost wrote this down because apparently it was some like – it said formerly – which I guess was a big pet store chain. Fuck. Um, Do you want a hint? Yes. Well, we've been talking about parishioners and the Bible and Jesus. Formerly Noah's Ark. Currently. You're close. I okay. don't know. You're, you're very close. It's Joe's Ark's uh, pet store, formerly Noah's Ark's shoe store. Which I don't really get the shoe store part. I don't uh, – the Noah's – yeah, I, I was like, a Noah's Ark must be a New York shoe store or something was my guess or a pet store or something. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, Noah's Ark as in the pet. Yeah, yeah. But that's why it's like thing, you'd think it would be Noah's Ark. Ark's pet store, right? That kind of makes sense. Like we've got every animal. Shoes. Um, but I don't know. The shoe store part I, I, I don't quite track. I, is it like a is it like a very tenuous joke about we we skinned all the animals and made no, leather no, shoes? No, no, that's too that's too big of a stretch. I think. Anyway, I'll take partial credit. I'll, take, on that. I'll give you I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you I'll a point five on that one. Um, okay, and the third one is gonna fucking wreck you, dude. Oh god damn it! Okay, this is another one that's kind of cheating because it takes us outside of the show. But so Conan, Conan uh. has his band leader Max Weinberg. How many? Seven. There you go. <laughs> I, how can I forget? My brother was obsessed with Conan for like one summer and we would stay up dude, and watch Conan it. Conan was so good. He was so good. I love And Conan. Max He's Weinberg is a consummate professional. And Max Weinberg is not just a drummer. What else does he do? He's like famous for something No, he's else. also Bruce Springsteen's drummer. He's oh, the E Street Band yeah. drummer. Yeah. Yes. Because because Conan would always go Max Weinberg and Max Weinberg never back. <laughs> <laughs> right after doing the little like hip strings thing. <laughs> right after you... Okay, yes, Pete, exactly. we gotta let's get through um, your uh, trivia. We're we, all right. Even though all I right, set right, a stopwatch, right, right. we have gone Conan. on too long now. Uh, we can blast through the next one. You know, you know, you boys got to play some Elden Ring before B time. <laughs> and I gotta eat dinner, Petey. <laughs> Oh, so does Peapot. Oh, I made Piri Piri Chick. Nope, that's my yep, good news that's for next your good one. News. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go with the trivia. Go with the trivia. So, 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 uh, in what year 
did Conan lose his legs? Ah. Oh, come on, man. Oh, oh, oh. I'll give you a it's, hint. It was, it was uh, 2012. Yes. It's something well about learned. some of the war of 2012 or something, right? Yeah, he's like, I lost my legs fighting in the for you guys in the war of 2012. <laughs> and then he makes roses about freckles. Uh, next, Professor, upon falling asleep skiing, mm-hmm. rolls into the lodge mm-hmm. with what draped around his neck? And I'm going to need specificity okay, on Okay, so he's one. got a medal? Correct. For winning. I want to say it's a gold medal. And I also can give you bonus points. Or I also would like to request bonus points. Can you tell me what number is on that bib? Oh, oh yeah, oh my baby. God. The number 24. Wow. Whoa, my God. How do you know that? But you got the medal wrong. Zero points. Oh, it's bronze or silver? <laughs> it was bronze, I believe. But you absolutely get the point Hell for that, yeah. knowing the number. That is that is top tier. I was like, oh, I'm going to get him with the color. Because I was like, remember, you're like, I'm watching it on mobile. So don't oh, yeah. <laughs> don't make uh, it because I couldn't <laughs> see small things as well. <laughs> yeah. So last uh, last question. Zoidberg gets a punny card oh, yeah, from yeah, his yeah. cousin. What is his cousin's name? Zoidfarb. <laughs> yes. I fucking love that I name. Do. Zoid Farb is it's so like, funny. They're like just clearly trying to make the decapods like as like very Hasidic Jewish. Yeah, as possible. it's supposed to be that like sort of like classic Hollywood Jewish kind of stereotype yeah. type of thing. <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, wow, percent. Yeah, hey man, you that. killed it. Okay. Three, three out of three. Yeah, I'll that means I get Carl Castle's voice three. on my home answering machine. That is 100%. My impression of Carl Castle, you, you, I'll knock it out of the park for you. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to, as uh, we, we're trying to keep on a schedule today. So that is going to be that for that episode. Uh, so that was season two, episode eight, Xmas story. Um, next week, we're going to talk about season two, episode nine. Why must I be a crustacean in love? In love. Which is a great episode. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise, particularly my co host. Right. No spoilers, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, As always, you can find us on Twitter at WTTWOT. WTTWOT. And you can also find us on our Patreon, patreon.com slash worldoftomorrowpod. Please do leave us messages at, uh, if you go to anchor.fm slash worldoftomorrow, um, you can hit the message button and you can leave us like a, I think it's up to a minute. Uh, voicemail and we will get those um maybe yeah. maybe um next episode we can play some of the special um ads that people have uh rec- some some companies are recording ads for us that we can play in there um so maybe we can play some of those next episode but anyway yes. thank you for joining us guys and we will catch you next week see you in the future see you then or see you another time <laughs> Bye. Good, good, good news, everyone.